Troy. Troy is a dating coach. I would say helps men develop, uh, improve, and uh, he helps men with self-confidence and how to be a man. Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. It's a pleasure to see you. Yeah, man. We 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 met in uh we met in uh, London, uh, on Pearl's show, and uh, how how you like Miami so far? It's great, man. It's great. I come over here quite frequently because um, I've got some friends here, like contacts and stuff like that. So I like it, man. It's a good vibe. It's fun. Well, let me well, let me ask you, man, because uh, you're out here a lot helping men. Yeah. Uh, what's like some of the main, you know, like main, main challenges you think a lot of young men have? Well, when- I, I think... Because we're both in our 40s, right? So yeah. I think uh, a lot of younger guys, particularly like the Gen Z people, I mean, everyone's just used to operating through a, a screen now, aren't they? Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's just messaging. They're using the dating apps. They're using the Instagram, whatever. And I think there's a lack of just social skills. Do you know what I mean? To, between, and not even just in dating, but between guys as well. But I think a lot of guys just find it very hard to actually go out and start a conversation with a woman that they're attracted to and try and make something happen. And that, I think, is a bit of a lost art these days. Yeah. Do you think, you know, we were, talk, we were talking earlier that we're both in our 40s. Mm. You're a bachelor, I'm married. But I feel like a lot of the men that are in their 20s don't really have the same experience we did. Yeah. Where like, when, when we were in our 20s, we had Bruce Willis. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. You know, we had these masculine figures, and I just feel like now there it's absent. It's like yeah. guys like us have become like these dinosaurs. These, it's like, like we're backwards. Like, like we're forbidden almost. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've become the pariahs, haven't we, socially? Which is kind of weird. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's odd, isn't it? Because the whole culture, you know. Like you said, like back in the 80s or in the 90s, whatever, it was all the, the strong man. It was like the, the, the super alpha like lead character. And that is just less of a thing now. Or if it, is a, if it is in movies, it gets sort of tainted, you know, like it's like, oh, toxic masculinity. So there is definitely a war on masculinity for sure. Or there's definitely, mas- or at least masculinity is being repressed. Because for some reason it's seen as being dangerous, I think. Yeah, I agree with you, man. It- yeah, I agree with you, man. I, and I feel like if you're a young man now, to see another man behave in a traditional masculine way, yeah, it's almost like you're promoting hate speech. Yeah, it is. Which it shouldn't be, really. Because, I mean, all say from a dating coach perspective, right, all I'm doing is trying to help guys become more confident and develop social skills and be able to communicate authentically with women, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. But there would be some people in the culture who would say, well, it's misogynistic. And it's, it's not at all, you know? Yeah. I love women, but it's like, if you do anything to try and help men, it's seen as somehow toxic, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, and you tell me what you think here. I, I think that both are hard. Being in a marriage, is hard. Yeah. Uh, and being a bachelor is hard. Yeah, for sure. I, I, like, I, I really don't think either is the solution of like, oh, you do nothing, everything's easy, your wife wakes up, bends over, you fuck her, get a blowjob, then she makes you breakfast, cleans the home, no problem, she's 
she, she's fucking mute. She never talks and she just listens. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that might be the mm. ideal wife. Mm. Never talks, just looks pretty. But, unless you ask her to talk, but the reality is that a woman can argue. She can give mm. you a bad attitude. Yeah. Now, that could be your wife. Yeah. Right? Your wife could take one hour to make dinner. You're already fucking hungry. She could take 30 minutes to get ready. You, you're traveling somewhere, she's taking six pieces of fucking luggage. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But you're traveling alone, you, boom, fast. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you know, you want to get hungry, boom, I'll order food. You know, but when you got a wife, you got to deal with these things. You know, maybe she's on her period and you want to fuck. It, and that's the only one you have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you're a, but if you're, but if you're a bachelor, you're dealing with women uh, canceling, flaky. We call it flaky here in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we London. say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just cancel last moment. Yeah. You know, like, yo, bitch, we had plans. We had, this was our plans. 10 o'clock, we're supposed to meet. 10, 15, I get a text message. Um, sorry, my girlfriend's having a bad day. Her boyfriend dumped her. Like, bitch, you, you waited till 10, 15 minutes later to tell me this? Yeah. Yeah. No respect for my time. Yeah. No, I agree. I think both sides is difficult. Because have you heard it said that marriage or long-term relationships is like playing the game on hard mode in a way because you've got to maintain, you've got to maintain, they talk about maintaining frame, don't they? You've got to maintain frame in the relationship. You've got to keep her, because obviously you need to maintain that sexual kind of interest. You need to maintain that that vibe between the two of you. You can't go, like some guys, you can't go off and be like, right, I've got the wife now. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos. Stop going to the gym. You've got to fucking keep up your game, haven't you? The whole time. Yeah. So in some ways, the bachelor thing on the surface is sort of easier because you can just casually date these women and you don't, it's easier to sort of maintain mystery or hold frame with women when you're not living with them, when you're not seeing them for such a long period of time. You know what I'm saying? But on the other side, on the other side of it, you've got to obviously, if you're if you're not seeing anybody long term, you've got to then replenish. You've got to bring in new, new ones and they're going to flake and they're going to do stupid shit or crazy stuff, you know. So I don't think, like you said, I don't think either side, it's like, oh, this is the perfect side and the other side is, is, is rubbish. I think there's good, side, good things and bad things about both. Yeah. Or not even bad things. I mean, look, I mean, it sounds like we, when we met before, you were talking a lot about, you know, your marriage and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and your daughter and so on. And I mean, it sounds like you're in a, in a very good position and that's, that's fantastic, man. Yeah, thanks. You know, but um, obviously at the same time, you know, you're a dude who's very well put together, you know, you're a high value guy, obviously, you know, great shape and all the rest of it. And it's, and so, and you've obviously worked to get that, which is, which is cool. But I'm just saying like the average dude in the street who maybe doesn't have those attributes or he hasn't worked on himself that much maybe getting into that marriage for him, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And it, it also depends who you choose as well, right? You know, because obviously, you know, you're with a great, a great woman, but if a guy gets into a marriage or a long-term thing with, with the wrong woman, then that's, you know, you can get into a very toxic situation, can't you? Yeah, I remember when you and I did that show with Pearl and Pearl said something, and it still stuck with me, mm. when she said, and it wasn't just Pearl, it was also um, King, the producer. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, King, King, so basically Pearl and King said something to me that, that stuck with me from our show yeah. on the podcast. And he, they were like, yeah, man, because you have a lot of things going as a high value man that the average guy 
does not have your experience. Yes. And, and that, and I'm not just saying this to pat myself on the back in some narcissistic way. I really didn't think about it like that, man. Like, like, yeah. like, like I legitimately didn't think about, you know, yeah. Like if my wife leaves me, I'll, like if my wife were to leave me, I'd be like, it's your loss. Yeah. That's genuinely my attitude. Yeah. You know, if, if, if I had a girlfriend, a girlfriend, I'd be like, that's your loss. Would it hurt me? Yeah. Hmm. But like, I could be a bachelor today and I would find the best things about it. Yeah. For example, if I was a bachelor today, I would be, I would have a, I would have an adventure fucking women in their twenties in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would, I, like I'd be sad. I have a daughter. Yeah. But that's just my mindset. Mm. Now the average guy, he may think to himself, I may not get another woman. Yeah. And it might be really hard for him to get another woman. Whereas for me, it's being disciplined and loyal mm. is by far my bigger challenge than can I get some pussy? Yeah. Because once you achieve a certain level of mastery with women, I'm sure you understand this, then getting women is sort of just like, yeah, you're dealing with a lot of rejection, mm. but you're able to consistently get pussy. Yeah. You know, and I think for guys that are able to consistently get pussy, for those men, it's more challenging to be loyal. It's almost like, how can you just be with one woman? Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. But, but yeah. hold on, hold on. Whereas the other guy, that's an abundant mindset. If a guy mm. says to me, like, if a guy asks this question and he's like, how can you just be with one woman? Mm. That tells me that guy might already have the mindset of there's an abundant amount of pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas the guy who's holding on to his wife, his girlfriend, complete jealousy, acting like a psycho, just complete fanaticism. Yeah. You know, that tells me, bro, you're desperate. Yeah. Like, like you may have gotten your wife or your girlfriend because you met her at a, at a party that your sister had. Like you were like, you, you look at it like you were lucky. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. look at it like you'll never get lucky again. Yeah. So you're fucking begging because you think that you're worth like you're, you're worth so little that if she leaves you, no other woman will ever find value in yeah. you again. And that's going to make you less attractive to her because she's going to know subconsciously she's going to understand that you, you know, you haven't got any other options outside of her or you don't think you've got options outside of her. And subtly that's going to turn her off, isn't it? Because yeah. because women always want a guy who can fuck other women. Even if she doesn't want you to act on it necessarily, but she wants a guy who's got the capacity to do that. So if you're communicating to her subtly, you're my only one, you know, this is, this is it, this is my last chance. That's just not hot for her, is it? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, it, but, yeah, that's a good point. Because the other, the other thing with you as well was that I found interesting was, you, you know, your backstory when you were in New York and you were dealing with these models and all that kind of stuff, which obviously, you know, sounds really cool. I'd be interested to, to learn more about that. But it's... There's various things, isn't there? Because obviously, on the one hand, you know, high value, you know, financially, in, you know, great position, decent shape, you know, all of those things. You're ticking those boxes. But equally as well, you've also got, had that experience with dealing with all these different girls, you know, presumably being a bit of a, you know, a player at that point. And so I think that makes a difference too, doesn't it? Because if you've got the dude who's like, I don't know, 27, say, and he marries some girl he knew from school, and he's had a few partners before that, but not a lot. Is that guy really going to be in the best position to deal with women? Because I think there's some truth. You know how Myron on Fresh and Fit, Myron will always say, 
a guy should ideally sleep with 50 women before he commits to somebody. Now, I don't, I, the, the number's a bit arbitrary. I don't know if it should be 50, but there is some truth, isn't there, in the fact that you want to have dealt with at least a, a number of women before you settle down, because other, otherwise you're just not really going to know what you're doing. I mean, I certainly didn't. Oh, you know. Mm. I think the idea that we have, let's say, a 22-year-old, the idea that they can watch a man like you and me in their 40s. Mm. We got flat stomach. We got athleticism. We don't have dad bods. And we're, we're men. Mm. It really is like pariah. Like it, like I, I, like when I go to London in the airport, how come I can't see an image of a man and a woman with <clears throat> kids? Yeah. No, but I'm seeing a ton of guys behaving gay. And I have gay friends. My psychologist, my therapist, rather, he's a homo. Mm. I, 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 I respect everyone, man. But I just feel like we've, got, we've reached a point where being a traditional man with a wife and daughter is, is really like backwards. You know what's interesting, though, right? When I went to, um, I think it's in Warsaw in Poland a while back, I, was, I went into one of the shopping malls there and I was really interested because. It was in some corridor, you know, you go, when you go into the bathrooms or something like that, and there's all these pictures on the walls of families. There's all these pictures on the walls of, like, you know, mother, beautiful wife, you know, holding a baby, all that kind of stuff. Really as if family was being promoted, you know? And it, it just struck me when I saw those images, because I thought, well, you, you don't really see this in the UK, you know? Wow. And it made me think, because obviously Poland is a somewhat more traditional country still, right? And I, it, it really just struck me, those images. I was like, shit, man, this is like... It's almost like this is being encouraged here in a way that it's just not, probably in the UK or the States. That's pretty cool to know that, that there's a country that still does that. Yeah, I think these Eastern European countries, they're a, bit more, they're a bit more like that. I mean, Poland's getting pretty westernized now, but I mean, we were in, uh, you know, spent some time in Russia before the, before the war and also Ukraine as well, actually. And those places, they're still, they're still pretty traditional in, in their outlook, although, you know, Pearl will often say, yeah, but look at the birth rate. The birth rates are still going down. The divorce rates are still quite high. But nevertheless, you know, the, the way the culture is, they're still promoting marriage. They're still promoting family. People tend to get married a lot younger. It seems like women are a bit more aware of their biological shelf life as well, if you like, or the biological clock, you know. So the women tend to get married a bit younger, you know, whereas in the UK, it's like the, in their 30s. Like in, in these places, it tends to be more like their 20s. Yeah. You know. Do you want to get married? I'm not sure. I don't want to get legally married, really. Mainly because of all of the legal aspects of it. But what if she was an American? It, definitely not. Yeah. yeah what <laughs> if, if she was a Colombian, maybe. I mean, just, yeah, just like, if there was a practicality to it, she's from another country, you have kids, you want to spend more than three months there, for example. If I, no, I mean, look, if I met somebody... Would you do it then? I would, well, if you separate legal marriage, if, it was, if it's a long-term relationship, I would, I would do that with the right person, for sure. You know, I've been in long-term relationships before. Um, but if she's British and you're British, then no, no purpose, basically. Well, but, but I think even getting married to an American would be, would be tricky, wouldn't it? Yeah, I yeah. mean, because it, it depends what jurisdiction, you know, where, where you are in terms of the, the law, but... It's, I just think legal marriage, because of what can happen, is, is tricky. 
Yeah, yeah. I'd have to think very carefully about it. But if it's a if it if it's a question of well, do I want to commit to somebody and be with somebody like monogamously? Yeah, I sure I I could do that. You know, it's not it's not it's not like a, um, it's not top of my wish list at the moment. But I could definitely I could definitely see myself doing that as and when you know I meet that right person because I think as well the reality is you know you get a bit older. I mean, I'm still going out there, I'm still dating, I'm still being quite prolific, but it's not like when I was in my 20s. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you've, you've got that fire to run around like a, a lunatic and just try and have sex with anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more measured about it now than I used to be. So I think you do get to that point, don't you, where it's like, well, you know, there's more important things in life. And obviously there's value in companionship and being with that person and, you know, yeah. all of those things. But also yeah. as well, I've also seen too many marriages and things with my friends, you know, sort of failing and fucking up and, you know, it's, it, it does make you think twice about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Marriage is hard, man. Being a bachelor is hard. I, I, like, I, I, I can look back on when I was a bachelor and I can look at marriage and I can say both really take effort, man. Yeah, they do. And the other thing as well about the bachelor lifestyle, I don't know whether you felt this, but it's also like, if you're dating different people and you're bringing different women into your life and stuff like that, some of these women, not all women, but some of these women can be, you know, you can, you can meet some crazy women out there and you're bringing, without getting too like hippie about it, you're bringing that energy into your life, even if it's only short term, right? You know, you're, you're, you're hanging with some girl and maybe she's hot or whatever, but she's a little bit, there's something kind of not quite, she's a bit crazy or whatever. You're bringing that energy into your life. And it's like, is that really a healthy thing to do? Yeah. Whereas when you're with one person, I'm making, the argument for the, I'm making the argument for marriage now, but when you're with that one person and she's cool and you guys have got that bond, you don't have any of that shit. You're not bringing these chaotic people in through the door the whole time, you know? Fuck yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you must have seen that. I don't know, in the yeah. New York like, club scene, I mean, there's a lot of girls who are doing, you know, doing various substances and shit like that. And it's just, they could be a bit all over the place, you know what I'm saying? And I yeah. think you get to a point where it's like, do I really want that in my life, you know? Yeah. I think you make a valid point. But, but, the problem is, we all like a bit of variety, don't we? Yeah. I could be a bachelor and be happy, and I could be married and be happy, man. Really? Yeah, but now that I have a child, now that I am married, I definitely don't regret it, and I'm happy I did it. Yeah. But if I would have never experienced marriage and having a child, I still could have been happy. But I am, now that I have experienced having a child and getting married, I would say that I would recommend it for everyone to, right. to do it. Yeah. Um, Is it more than having the, the child? Because people will always say, like I saw an Elon Musk video the other yeah. day, and he, he, was saying, he was saying, ha, you, you don't understand how having a kid is gonna make you happy until you actually do it. I agree. Yeah. I think having a kid was the best life experience I had. Yeah. Having my daughter was literally the best, A, life experience I've had, and B, the closest I ever felt to God. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, man. That's the key thing, isn't it, really? And then the marriage is sort of, or the companionship, it's not secondary, but it's kind of like, I suppose, but the bond between you must grow when you've, you've created that, that life, you know? But if I was a bachelor again, uh, if I was a bachelor, I would have enjoyed that also. Mm. I, I don't think, 
I, so me meeting my wife happened by chance. Mm. Us having a child together happened by chance. Yeah. I didn't intentionally just like, I wanted to get married. I wanted to have a child. Yeah. But it just happened. Mm. And now that it happened, I'm good with it. Yeah. But if it didn't happen, I would have been good with it too. But all that being said, having my daughter was the best gift of my life. Mm. You know, and um, yeah, man, I do recommend it. But I do think you can also be happy never having a child. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, on the children front, I've, I mean, I, how can I put this? It's, I've never had that huge urge to do it. Yeah. It's not that I don't like children. I love children. I've got nieces and nephews. They're great. Um, you know, you see couples with cute kids. You're like, that's, that's so nice. They look, they're, you know, that's so cool. For myself personally, because I'm in this situation, you know, I'm traveling quite a lot. I'm, yeah. you know, and, and I am having a good time. Do you know what I mean? Like people on Twitter will be like, oh, you know, you're miserable, lonely old man and all that sort of shit. It's, it's, it's bollocks. It's nonsense. You know, you can have a great time. I think especially in 2023, single dude. You know, if you've got your shit together to some extent, you can have an amazing time. Yeah, yeah. You really can, you know? So it's not like, so with those two things together, it's sort of like, I've never had that super urge to, to do it. Um, and maybe, maybe you could say, I haven't met the right person. But would I rule it out entirely? No, I wouldn't rule it out entirely. Of course not. But, but equally, you know, I'm having a pretty good time at the moment. And it does mean a big life change, doesn't it? Yeah, it's interesting because we chose one life path, I chose one path, you chose one path, I'm married with a child, you're a bachelor. And I think there's things that I may look at you and say, the grass is greener. Yeah. And you may look at some things I have and say, the grass is greener. Yeah. Um, and the reality is you can't have everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. What do you think about dudes who, who want to sort of try and have everything though? Because I've heard dudes, I know guys, who are sort of saying, well, I'd like to have children, I'd like to have a kid, but I don't really want to be married, and I don't really want to settle down in that, you know, traditional, or I don't, I mean, it seems like you've got a pretty good, interesting lifestyle, but they basically, what, what the plan is basically, is like, right, I'll get, I'll get some baby mama who's going to be in like, I don't know, Latin America or something like that, we'll have the kid, I'm not going to be there the whole time, obviously I'm going to support them, I'm going to still be doing my thing, maybe traveling around, blah, blah, whatever, coming back, not being there the full time. And that way, you know, I've had children, but I'm not sort of tied down in that domestic situation. But do you think, could that ever work? I mean, is that, is that the best, is that good for the kid? I mean, most yeah. people would say no, but. You know, I think because I have faith, I, I have faith, I believe in God, I do prayer. I couldn't cheat on my wife. I consider that adultery. Sure, yeah. And, yeah. Um, that's degeneracy to me. But, but even, are but, there guys who cheat on their wives? And There are, man. And there's guys also, I respect the guys who say, I'm never gonna put a wedding ring on. And yeah, that's my baby mom. Mm. I'm gonna sleep around, but I'm gonna take care of my financial responsibilities, but I'm not gonna lead on this woman. A, B, I respect that guy more than the guy <clears throat> who just cheats on his wife. Yeah, no, 100%, because there's guys, I mean, even the, even the type. But by the way, but by the way, the guy that I respect the most is the guy who has a child with a woman and he made her out of love and, he's, and he marries, his, chi he marries the, his child's mom. Yeah. Because when you think about your child, you hurt your child. Mm. 
you're going to hurt your child when your child sees how you behave with his mom or her mom. Yeah. And yeah. When you, once you see your child, it'll evolve your mindset on this. Yeah. Because to me, it's not just about you. It's not just A and B. There's C now. And C is the child. Yeah. So, yeah, I do respect the guy who doesn't lead the woman on. The guy that I respect the least is the guy who's married with a wedding ring and he just goes and he sleeps with other women. Yeah. That's just complete betrayal. I would never trust a guy like that. Yeah. But if he's at least honest with the woman, I can respect that. It's not for me, but I can respect that. Yeah. Because I think there are some guys... I've seen, even people on podcasts and things I've seen, and the Tates used to say something similar to this, where it's like, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be married in the traditional sense of, right, we're gonna live together and it's gonna be like this, you know, or even if they do live together, it's gonna be like, I'm gonna be doing my own thing, which may involve traveling around, it may possibly involve sleeping with, with other people occasionally, but she knows that, but she also knows that she's like the queen, you know, she's the top, she's at the top of the tree. That's honest. And yeah, and, and obviously the financials are taken care of. And then it's just, I suppose the argument is, well, you know, men are men, we need to go and, you know, release sometimes. But she's, she's my, she's, she's the top of everything. You know, she, nobody ever will take her position. But, you know, if I sleep with the, the waitress one time or something, does it really matter? You know, there's that kind of argument. Um, the thing that sort of bothers me a little bit about it, though, is, is it, right if the father's not present for longer periods of time in a kid's life. I have this conversation with another dad because uh, uh, and, 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 he's away from his child mm. the way I am. And, you know, part of it, man, is just sacrifices we make for our family, mm. you know. Right now I'm away from my family. I hope to see them in about two, uh, what is it? Yeah, in about three weeks. Uh, it's sad. I miss my, my yeah. child, but sacrifices. I think it's just kind of, I mean, I remember my dad used to be away sometimes, you know, traveling like for work and stuff like that. And obviously you, you miss them, but it's, it's kind of, it's just part of life, isn't it? Sometimes it's, it's unavoidable. I'm sure he missed you too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he missed you too. I'm sure he looked at your pictures. I'm sure he looked at, you know, if, if there were videos, I'm sure. He looked and he thought about you and he missed mm. it. And he probably, good chance, he probably thought, I'm missing my child growing up. I'm missing mm. my boy growing up. Just today, I'm looking at my daughter. I, I, and, you know, there's periods where I'm gone. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like it. And I try to avoid it. I'm going to try to avoid it more. That's yeah. something I can do to improve, to try to make it where at least <clears throat> I'm not gone for longer than two, maybe three weeks. This trip, I've been gone. I'll be gone one month. Hmm. I'm gonna try to never do that again. Right. It's, it's just, it's just too much for me. It's for me, it's too much. Hmm. And I learned this as a dad. I'm learning, and I knew sort of before I came, and uh, so it's been weighing heavy on me. How old's your daughter now? My daughter's one. Right. Okay. So yeah. especially like the first three, four years, like that's a three, four year period. I'm never gonna get to experience again. Yeah. So every month that I'm not there, like that's, I'm just cheating myself from experiencing her being so, you know, cuddly and cute. Yeah. I don't want to miss that, man. Yeah. Because that, that train's not coming back again. That's, that train's going to leave the station. It, there's no train coming after that. Yeah. Yeah. This is her life. This is my life. It's a once-in-a-life oppor you know, yeah. opportunity. Yeah. 
Yeah. But um. But it seems like I mean, because you're doing it in a, you know, it, it seems like you're doing it in a very responsible. You know, you've got good reasons why you're traveling, etc. I think there are some guys who they kind of want to have their cake and eat it. You know, they kind of still want to have one foot in the bachelor camp, yeah. and, but they also want to have a kid because they've got that strong urge to to have a kid, and and maybe. I guess it depends how you look at it, but I mean, if the dude is just going to Mexico because he wants to, to party, and it's not because he, there's a really strong reason to be there, but he's like, well, I'm supporting the kid financially. Maybe that's, I, I'm, I, I imagine you wouldn't think that was the right thing to do, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to judge somebody else. I think just be honest. Yeah. If you're going to sleep around with other women, at least tell the woman. Yeah. Just say, I'm not looking for an exclusive relationship. And I, that, even me, when I was in New York working in nightclubs, I would have rather tell a woman, hey, I'm not going to be exclusive with you. Mm. And if she didn't like it, then I'd wait for a woman who would be. Yeah. You know? Because I just feel like it, you, there's so many women that are ready to have a casual relationship. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that to somebody, you know? You don't have to. Like, you can, you can, you can have fun. And there are women who... who you, it is, yeah, man. Just build, build all your relationships with integrity. Yeah. I think I, that's, true. Yeah, I think I think that's true. I think you and I could agree on that. No, 100%. And even when you're dealing with people casually, yeah. I think you've got to treat them, you've got to treat them well, right? You've got to treat them with respect. Yeah. I didn't think about it until later, but once I had a daughter, uh, even now I sort of look back on it with regret though how many women I would just have come over and I would have sex with them and then they would leave. And how, or I would go to their home, have sex with them, and, then, and I would leave. And, and now I look back on it and I think, man, maybe some of them really liked me. Mm. More than casual. Yeah. And um, I hope somebody doesn't do that to my daughter. Mm. Well, that's the other side of it, isn't it, as well? It's like... You, may, you might wind up with a daughter, man. Yeah, it'd you be know? interesting, yeah. You yeah. know, there's like that saying of like, the guys that are the playboys get daughters. Mm. And then it changes, your perspective must be changed so much on this stuff, man. It's a, it's a doozy, man. You, 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 you get a son, you, it, doesn't, it doesn't put your back against the wall with these beliefs. Mm. Yeah. You know, whereas if you have a son, you, yeah, it doesn't put your back against the wall. You have a daughter, it, it, I, I think, Many men will, will say, wow, what was I, you know? It, yeah. It's sort yeah. of like a gut punch. It's, it's interesting though. What do you think about like say hookup culture in general? Because it's sort of like, on the one hand, yeah, guys are probably not taking advantage, but they're probably, there are guys who are definitely sport fucking, let's say, you know, they go and they sleep with one girl, they sleep with another girl, whatever. But at the same time, the women are doing that as well, aren't they? It's not like the women are, these sweet, innocent things, and they just—they all want relationships. I mean, there's a lot of women out there who just want to do that as well, right? So yeah, I mean, there's some beautiful women that maybe don't want marriage, and they just want the free ride for 18 years. Yeah, and in, and uh, but they're willing to give you a baby, a beautiful baby. Mm. They're not going to do much. You're going to have to hire chef, maid, but they'll at least be a what is it, a vessel for you to have a child. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's a transactional relationship at that point. Mm, yeah. But, um, hey man, well I'm, well, I'm really happy 
that you came. I know, you know, uh, we met in London and we talked about being here in Miami, man. It was good meeting yeah. you. Absolutely, man. Thanks ever so much for having me on. Pleasure. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming. And uh, where can people find you? If they go to YouTube, at Real Troy Francis, or actually X, Twitter, at Real Troy Francis, and Instagram as well, at Real Troy Francis. All right, great. And uh, you could find me on the website, howtonotbeabitch.com.